On today's episode of Copy That Mate, we take on the Hot Ones Challenge. Two black wieners interrupt our recording mid-episode. And F1 gets a new fan. Everybody and welcome into a live episode of Copy That Mate. I am one of your hosts, Ben Sheets, joined tonight by Javier Vasquez as usual. And special guest tonight is Chris Leahy. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. This very special recorded episode, uh, we are going to be not only reviewing the Hungarian Grand Prix that we just had for the third week in a row of Formula One racing, but we are also going to be doing the hot F1's challenge and going through increasing levels of Skullville in our chicken wings and moving up as you might have seen on the popular YouTube series Hot Ones. So everyone, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And uh, initially, we'll go ahead and just start off with this with this first sauce here. Um, so we're starting with the number one sauce, the classic hot sauce. Um, and Chris, let's go ahead and take our first one. Cheers. So Javi, what uh? I'm a- I'm going to take I, a bite of mine, too. Yeah, say, so Javi, what are you eating on tonight? We, we do have uh, Javi's joining us here uh, without the Hot Ones chicken wings, but he does have chicken wings. Yeah. Uh, I just picked up some buffalo wings um, from uh, Safeway close by, so I'll be chowing down on those. Excellent. Um, and then let's, uh, let's also bring in our, uh, our drink choices tonight. I have a uh, back home, Goose Island, pretty close to, to Indiana, so... Local Chicago brewery. Shout out to the uh, Outlap F1 podcast with uh, John and James and Andy as well now. Um, so I got the Goose Island Next Coast IPA. Delicious. Chris, what are you drinking on? Uh, you know, living in Texas, you got to drink a Corona. So yeah, I'm just drinking a regular Corona Extra. Excellent. Javi, what you got? I got a uh, Coors Banquet in a nice little stubby bottle. It's made from Colorado barley. At least that's what the cap says. Classic. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That first wing didn't. I didn't really feel much at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not much heat from this first one. Nah, it was it was actually pretty bland. Where it's are we even at on the Scoville scale here? Does this even register? Is this even a? It's gotta be really low. A. <laughs> it's a, a one. It's a one on the Scoville scale. Cultivated for 500 years. Wow, 500 years of not that hotness. All right, well. <laughs> it almost makes me want to put a dab on each one. We yeah. could we could put a little extra. Dab I, I don't on each think one. we'll do that because I feel like that's gonna turn really bad towards. The so end. we we smoked these wings first and then uh, basted them and air fried them just to crisp them up a little bit. So they're really they're really good. Um, that's that's really when I like them most when they're crispy. It really makes the it really makes the chicken wing. Oh, I forgot we got the yeah. It's like the best of world. You get like that beautiful smoke and then that crispiness. But I almost feel like the air fryer being it blows a ton of air to get everything nice and crispy that it blew the sauce off the wings. So mm. I'm, I'm, that first one was a little little weak. We're gonna have to see so we'll do some dabs with these next ones. Um, so this week we are at Hungary, uh, Budapest, Hungary, for uh, the third round of the the 2020 Formula One season, the weird truncated season that has now been uh, affected by coronavirus. Um, 
But Lewis uh, making making his uh, attempt at an eighth win for this track here. Uh, this will tie Michael Schumacher's record of eight wins at a single track if he uh, is able to do this by the end of the race. Coming into the race, Valtteri Botas is still your points leader by, I believe, six points, four points, something, a very small gap as Lewis is catching up after that second race. Ferrari are really still trying to salvage their dumpster fire season they have going on here. Um, I, I know Chris won't be aware of this, but Javi, you remember last year uh, towards the end of the season, they got hit with that oil burning. Uh, oh, yeah. The scandal where they were um, mm -hmm. charged of throwing a little extra fuel into their combustion chamber. Yeah, exactly. So, and then this year, I guess that's probably a direct result of that since they got uh, they got caught up here and are no longer second place teams anymore. Um, they're really just a midfield team now, but with Ferrari or third back, place. Or third place, yeah, really. Uh, and with Ferrari falling back so far, that's really leaving these uh, former midfield teams the, the uh, ability to jump into this third, fourth, fifth place position that is uh, no longer occupied by a Red Bull. Or Ferrari. Or Ferrari, yeah. I mean, you know, with Ferrari being gone, Red Bull is free to uh, inherit the spot of second. So now third and fourth, fifth, that's all up for grabs because Ferrari's sure not there. Yeah, it's just... Uh falling into the hands of um racing point and mclaren and i can see they're taking full advantage of it and now haas for some weird reason seeing k-mag up there was real weird it is yeah, yeah i could not believe that haas got, got yeah. up we'll, we'll hop into that let's uh Good old let's USA. move us on here to our second chicken wing bottle of the night this is the uh jalapeno green apple um Javi, do you want to tell uh, you want to tell everybody just a little bit about this one? Yeah, give me just a second. I'll add a little. Wheel. I'll add a little dab here on the Christmas. All right, so Granny Smith apples blend. This is reading the back of the bottle. Uh, Granny Smith apples blend with only the freshest pepper and garlic. This isn't your typical green sauce. This is a game changer. Ingredients include white wine vinegar, jalapenos, green apple, no surprise there, uh, poblano peppers, garlic, and sea salt. I was telling Ben right before the recording that it's I, I find it uh, I don't know, odd that there are just so few ingredients in these small batch hot sauces. Uh, I don't know if they're all small batch, but there's just very few ingredients, and that's kind of nice to see. Yeah, I that think I could they, name them all on one hand. I think they probably have less ingredients the hotter they get, if I had to guess as well. So this probably. one. I'm not. I'm still not getting very much heat at all out of this. I mean, you got those jalapenos and poblanos there, but nothing, uh, nothing you would consider overly spicy, especially for those of us who like uh, spicy food. What What are you thinking, Chris? Same. That was really, really <laughs> mild. Like it was. It was actually almost sweet. I thought for a hot sauce. I don't feel like that's a hot sauce. So it is. I'm, I'm gonna have to give green that one at least like two stars. Two mm -hmm. stars. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of green apple in there. <laughs> All right, so we can go ahead then and just move on to some race chat here. So, I mean, with the uh, with the opening installation lap, I mean, just the formation lap, great, already hilarious. Max Verstappen loses it, breaking into one of the final turns. 
bends it into a wall and knocks his front wing off. Like I was mesmerized. He didn't, I don't think he knocked it all the way off, but he definitely knocked a good portion of it off enough mm-hmm. to immediately get on the radio and say, oh, I hit hit the wall. I am impressed that he actually owned up to hitting the wall and not just yeah. uh, <laughs> blaming someone else. He didn't say, uh, I lost traction or uh, there's too much rain out here and then yeah. I hit the wall. He just said, I hit the wall. That yeah, really, cool. uh, really mature move by Max. Although, you know, we look at Grosjean and uh, he can be 35 and he's still going to blame Erickson for not touching him. But, you know, whatever. Some guy 10 cars behind. That's how it goes. Um, and, you know, it was weird, uh, as we all noticed when we watched this replay, and I was telling Chris as we were watching, it, it, I was telling him to watch out for Max because uh, he was going to crash into this wall on the installation lap, and they didn't <laughs> show it on the replay. They didn't, even, they didn't even bring it in. Yep, I had my eyes out, like, but I saw absolutely nothing. Looking up now, like on the internet, though, it has actually a pretty good photo of him with, like, his whole front left tire. Like, oh, that's the rough. I thought it... <laughs> I thought that suspension or the steering arm or something was going to be damaged, too, but yeah, or brakes or something. I can't, I can't believe he was uh, able just to, to start the race. I mean, his tire, we're looking at a picture here on uh, racefans.net, and his tire is facing the opposite direction that he has his steering going. <laughs> it's, hmm. it's, it's, anti, it's anti-Mercedes DAS, the dual action steering that they have now, or dual, uh, what is, not action, but actuary whatever axis dual axis steering dual axis yeah so this is red bull's version of that i suppose um that was that was crazy uh, anything else just on that opening lap there javi that you noticed um opening lap you or mean, opening laps rather the start yeah. of the race so yeah what was the first for me was i think it was kafiat that um asked when they were going up to line up uh, Kafiat that asked to go into the pits. That was uh, first for me, hearing a driver um, in the uh, warm-up lap ask the team to go back into the pits to get those intermediates taken off and swap over to, what did he swap into, mediums or hards? And yeah. uh, other t- other drivers also followed. So uh, that was the first for me. I've never seen that before. I didn't even know he could do that. Uh, I don't think Crofty knew that he could do that either, because uh, I remember he asked over the yeah. radio. Yeah, David Croft was a little confused here. Uh, and another thing Chris actually noted uh, for the start of the race, they were penalizing or investigating Kimmy for improper <laughs> starting. And uh, Chris made a really good point. Um, we weren't sure, like, since everyone went into the pits, the two hosses, yeah. they, I think Kimmy might have pulled up into one of those spots. And I guess yeah. that might not be allowed since he didn't start from his given grid spot. And Chris brought that up. And I was just like, oh, that's probably it. I mean, I'd yeah. be confused, too, if you come to the starting line and everybody just kind of dips off right before the start of the race. <laughs> yeah, you'd think, you just think like, yeah, I get I get this track spot now, obviously, but I apparently not. Yeah, you snooze, that's, you lose, right? It's my, it's yeah. my turn. Yep. All right, Did he get penalized for it? Because I, all I know is that he got investigated for it, but I never saw the results I, of that. I don't know if the penalty came up or not. I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't look into it afterwards. Yeah. And then we started the prepping thing. for this. <laughs> like, if you decide to bail, then I get your spot. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't get the spot. It seems weird, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either. That would seem like a very FIA Formula One thing to uh, rule on. 
Well, let's move into our third sauce of the night here. This is Heartbeat Hot Sauce. Um, Javi, you want to take over while we uh, prep our wings, I guess, then? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why the back of the bottle says uh, Heatness number four, because, because this is the third one, but here's what it says. Uh, created in partnership to celebrate the fourth oh, anniversary of Heatness Tasting Room in Brooklyn Lion, Brooklyn Lions Main Piri Piri. Yeah, Piri Piri embodies the creative spirit and passion for food that makes his, his this business so exciting. Honoring, honoring the traditions of Piri Piri, but with a modern twist, this sauce is a new classic, perfect for spicing up everything from grilled favorites to egg dishes and even pasta. Enjoy. And oh, yeah. This one's a good one. Mm. Yeah. Right off the bat. You get Can you feel some heat? Point. Yeah, right off the bat, this one has a very... I could see it with pasta too. This has a very tasty, kind of spicy, almost Italian flavor. I would maybe describe it as. Actually, it's Canadian. It's made in Canada. Is this what Lance Stroll tastes like? Ugh. <laughs> I mean, does it taste good? Is that a bad <laughs> does thing? it does it taste wealthy? <laughs> I do have to say, like these are all my hot sauces, so I've tried the majority of these before. Once we get to like the hotter ones, I've, I've only dabbed it. Because I refuse to take a whole wing of it, so yeah. that'll be a first. But yeah, this peri peri one is amazing on everything. It's, it's I got a good mouthfeel, like definitely like three four stars. That's fine. Yeah, and just so you all know, anyone listening or watching right now, Chris is a two race old F one fan. Yep. He came and hmm. we watched the last round in Austria here, and now uh, we're doing the hot ones challenge with Javi, uh, the usual host, uh, and Chris has joined us, and we're just doing this. Uh, it's a special treat for everybody. Yeah, this is my first time uh, ever talking about F1 with anybody besides Ben. Uh, I only know most of it because I played the F1 2019 game. <laughs> so this should be interesting because I don't know a lot, but just hanging on for dear life. It's a legit place to get all your knowledge from. What do you think really? of F1 so far? I, it's interesting, but all right, my, my biggest gripe is Mercedes is annoying. Like They're too good. They literally, it's, it's, it's not fun to watch like the top three like, positions because nope. they just win. Nope. They're literally, like when you're, when you're up, what, it was like 30 seconds on like the lower part of the yeah. charge, right? I had, like, after like the first three or four laps, it's like, what, what is the point of that? Yep. Insane. And it's been like that since 2014. Yep. That has been pretty, probably every F1 fan's complaint since maybe 2016 after they're like sick of it after two years. They're like, you know what? Forget this. Yeah, it's it's hard, man. Like when you have such a dominating force in a, in a team like that, like and there, it's not like the NBA or anything where you can just kind of change up the team or trade somebody and like even even it out. Nah, it's, it, when you're talking just car manufacturers like that, that's it's hard. It's hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. You can't just switch up the entire team. It's not like Mercedes. Mercedes is putting in hundreds of millions of dollars into this. It's not like they're just going to give up that car and just give it over to. I don't know. Alpha racing Tory. point. Racing point. Yeah, racing point. <laughs> Actually, I guess they would do that, but they only <laughs> they only Most do that with black stuff. Only if you pay them. So remember, how I was telling you those pink Mercedes, those uh, pink cars are just a huge, huge step above from their previous years. Yep. Um, they, they they don't partner with Mercedes, but they have they some sort of deal with Mercedes for their engines. But a lot of people have really been saying this year that they pretty much photocopied their car from last year, which. To me, whatever. I mean, like, it's it's not made them better than them still, but it's made them better than everyone else on the grid. So, like, if you're not 
If yeah. you don't, if you can't beat them, join them, or yeah. at least attempt to join them. <laughs> Copy and paste them. <laughs> Copy and paste them. Yeah, take a picture and take it to your 3D printer. It's funny. Their name literally says Mercedes in it. Racing Point BWT mm-hmm. Mercedes. Yep. Yeah. Um. So speaking of actually, while we're on the uh, topic of the racing points, Lance Stroll. What the hell? He was he was in second place after he lap lost. one. What? <laughs> he was lost. That was there was somebody was, else in first place. Wasn't there a uh, a Haas in first place for a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, when Lewis came in, uh, one after uh, I think for his like first pit stop off uh, off right after maybe lap five or so around there lap four. Uh, four. Yeah. Yeah, lap four. Uh, when everyone else started to pit, the the Haases were in. First and second, third and fourth. That was the most was ridiculous weird. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And the Mercedes and Red Bulls were in the back because they just pitted. It was like a complete reverse um, yeah. grid, which I kind of like seeing. I remember people were floating the idea of uh, having that reverse grid start Yep. Uh, just to kind of take away Mercedes's dominance. And I think I like it. I didn't I like mind it. it. I like watching them race from the back. I've seen people argue that, like, oh, that would just cause a traffic jam and blah, blah, blah. Like, shut up, Nolan. <laughs> you know those cars are so fast, they will get by. <laughs> but um, it would be a little more exciting. It would be a little more exciting. It would take them longer to get up front and build yeah. that 30-second gap. Yeah. Um, with, that, with that first set of pit stops where Lewis goes in, um, Chris was noticing this. Did you see how much time Vettel lost on his pit stop because they didn't release him soon enough? Yeah, um, that was because there was other vehicles. They they couldn't release them safely. Um, mm. There was like eight vehicles that came in uh, at the within ten seconds of Vettel coming in. So even though they were done, the guy with the lollipop still wouldn't let him go because there were vehicles passing by. Yeah. To come into the pits. And I think people don't realize how short like F one. Pit stops or like Chris, if you were to if you were to like give like a time of like a long pit stop, like before watching F one, like what would you say? Like it was like a long pit stop. Oh, uh, I think like five or six seconds. Mm, yeah, yesterday, and, and they did it in like two seconds, and I was like, wait, 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 what just happened? It's yeah. like, what did they did they do anything? <laughs> what they do? Vettel's second stop, I think, uh, was three seconds, and they said that uh, Crofty said that that was rather slow. So that should give yeah. you an idea. Yesterday, I had someone. Uh, come by and check out some rims that I was selling. And he said, man, that was fast like a NAF1 pit stop. He's like, they get that done in like 20 seconds or less. I'm telling you <laughs> now, man, the world record's under two seconds. If they took 20 seconds, that would be a pitiful yeah. pit stop. That's the loss of the entire pit stop, like going into the pits. Yeah, you're about uh, half a lap down after 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, his entire time in the pit after, the first, after lap three was 28 seconds. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Compared to the regular 22, 23 seconds for everybody else. Yeah, being that far back. I mean, and that when you're going 180 miles an hour, like five seconds back is just all like a whole straightaway. A whole straightaway. Yeah, exactly. It's you are done. Um, let's let's move into this fourth hot sauce here. Um, so What's we're this on one the favorite. Uh, this is my favorite secret one. aardvark. This is the, the best hot sauce. Thing. If you were to ever gonna go out and get a hot sauce, go on Amazon, look up secret aardvark hot sauce. Amazing on everything. Super good flavor, like actually punch, packs a good punch. I cannot recommend it more. This is like my go-to. Like, pick it out of the fridge. This is it. <laughs> I'm excited. The flavor that kicks you in the mouth, not your usual hot sauce, a unique Caribbean <laughs> Tex-Mex hybrid made in made with flavorful 
habanero peppers and roasted. Sorry, I'm getting a lot of saliva in my mouth. Great as a sauce, marinated or holistic cure-all. Dump on everything. The secret aardvark compels you. And these are the ingredients. Ooh, dude, you might be able to make this because it gives you uh, measurements. Two ounces of tomato juice, 14 ounce beer, one tablespoon of, uh, never mind, secret aardvark habanero sauce. I don't know, your choice. Uh, pour tomato and beer mug. Add one tablespoon or more of aardvark. We recommend more. So no I GMO. have a, uh, and vegan. Lewis could eat it. Yeah. Not with the chicken wings, I guess. Um, vegan wings. So I have a recipe for Jamaican jerk chicken wings. Well, for the sauce, for the chicken wings, for the base. It's kind of like this, actually. It has, I get that, like, allspice um, that, that taste in there. I think that's that really Jamaican kind of flavor. I can really taste that with maybe some ginger. And those habaneros come through to give it that, that kick. It's really tasty. This is amazing. This F1 channel is now turning into a uh, food channel. Well, we're already pretty much like F1 and beer. That's already our kind yeah. of oh, really? thing. So we're already that. Yeah, so now F1 beer and chicken wings. I think this is going to be great. <laughs> Oh, wow. yeah. oh, that, that makes amazing. sense. I was wondering why you guys were like saying where your beers are from earlier. But, yeah, I guess you guys are a little beer connoisseurs, huh? Oh yeah, we usually talk about them uh, in the beginning of the uh, of the episode here. We this haven't this year is... because we've only had one other race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did the I did the first race review solo, so I didn't talk about my beer, and then we had the last one. Yeah, that was it. This one is lingering in my mouth longer though with those Good. with those habaneros. We are the adding spice? like an extra dash on top to each of and we do have so we have beer, milk, water, <laughs> anything to uh Yeah, the carbonation from the beer definitely does not help. I'll say that. <laughs> see how long we make it with that. Ooh. Um so moving on here, um after Seb loses that time in the pit lane, uh Max pits that next lap uh from Lewis, uh and Lewis is back in first after Max goes ahead and pits, so nothing super crazy there, but one of the uh, one of the interesting things in the kind of opening laps that we all have noticed is uh, Charles Leclerc battling with uh, Valtteri Bottas on lap nine. Valtteri makes that attempted pass with DRS as he's going into one of the turns uh, on the outside. Can't quite make it uh, stick because he hits a water puddle, and that just instantly cools oh, yeah. his tires down. And he can't he lock. You can kind of see him slide forward, so he he locked Gets up. Yeah, he gets the understeer, and yeah, that water. Who who knew a water puddle would just completely ruin his passing attempt right there yeah it wasn't even a puddle because he he called it a puddle as in there was standing water but there wasn't there was just like an extra amount of water soaked into the asphalt yeah and that was like a slightly damp patch <laughs> yeah it just took away all of his traction he understeered straight and it's isn't that isn't that just insane that that small amount of, of moisture there can really ruin your your f1 car's braking line yeah is it sad to say that I almost wished it would have rained a little bit more this race? No, that is, I, I a, to see some action, you know? that is a very valid wish that a lot of people want most races. It, so it you wouldn't be able to see like see very much because of all the rooster tails, all the water being blown up. That is yeah, true. it would make it a lot more exciting. One of the best things when it when it rains, other than you can't see though, is it's like the ultimate equalizer because you know everyone's then your your car power doesn't matter. You don't necessarily even want more power technically. Yep. Um, 
So that's anytime it rains is great. And so anyone else watching, like, like, like I said earlier, Chris is a new F1 fan. And I mean, he's even able to pick this stuff out. Like, hey, you know, it would make this a little more interesting if it was a little more wet. Because I can tell that this is a dynamic factor in this race. There was a former uh, president of F1, Bernie Ecclestone. He actually Bernie, had an idea. Yeah. He wanted to put sprinklers on the track to just turn them on at any given point. That's amazing. That was in I, the 90s. Yeah. I'm on board for sure. I think it's, I think it's like a, a way different like dynamic of the race is if like uh, managing your tires like a little bit more versus just between the soft and the medium and stuff like that. Like if you were if it was wet for like ten laps and then it dried up and they had to swap them in again, it, I think it just make it a little bit more even. Yeah. Because I mean you'd have to pit way more. You'd have to play like the corners. So like maybe half the track was only wet. It's definitely interesting. I think Bernie wanted to make specific turns wet, just like oh. difficult ones wet. Yeah. 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 Some that it's like, oh, you know what? You want to go through the S's at uh, Circuit of the Americas? Sprinkler. <laughs> yeah. Man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay. So let's see what's, what's going on next. Uh, did you guys see um, Alex Albon? He's kind of been made to look ridiculous this weekend by Red Bull. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they did for his qualifying strategy, but it put him so far back. And then you have absolute dickhead commentators like Jolie and Palmer, failed F1 driver, come out and be like, oh, I think they're, they probably need to. Oh, pardon me. Ooh, it's chicken wings. Jolie <laughs> uh, and Palmer coming out and being like, oh, I, uh, I don't think this, that uh, Albon's really able to match this pace. You know, maybe maybe they'd be looking at Sebastian Vettel as a better replacement for him. But Red Bull's in such a shithole. They can't keep just setting up a car specifically for Max and then complaining when their second driver can't keep up with the car set up specifically for their other driver. I mean, Daniel Ricciardo read the writing on the wall and got the hell out of Red Bull before he was the number two. But... Oh, Red Bull needs to get get Christian Horner needs to change how they're managing this team. Did you see his onboard? He had hella understeer, and Max didn't. During qualifying, every time he would go to turn the steering wheel, it wouldn't go anywhere. It was just dead straight. So, I think something else may have been changed on his car sure. because they definitely set up the car for Max, both of them. But yeah, it wasn't even performing like Max's was. I think I read that Red Bull was also working on a DAS system, and mm-hmm. I wonder if imagine everyone is. Yeah, oh. maybe they maybe they gave it to Max rather than Albon just to test it. But I don't know if that's even legal. But and that's you know. why he wasn't getting the understeer. Yeah, that's okay. why he wasn't getting the understeer. Okay, conspiracy theories. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Conspiracy theory, chicken wing, beer, F1 podcast show. I like it. Let's finish. uh, (laughs) Let's finish this pit on lap 31, where uh, Sebastian goes. uh, uh, So Sebastian on lap 31 pits for hards, gambling that he's going to be able to make it the rest of this race without any a rain or b killing his tires and having to pit again for more tires. Um, So pretty risky for Seb, uh, but the gamble does pay off because it does not rain the rest of the session. Uh, luckily or unfortunately, depending on which perspective you're going to look at it from. Uh, I think it sprinkled on one of the turns for a few seconds, for less than yeah. a lot. I know it yeah, did. like a, like a, a spa-level rain where it's just kind of, you know, yeah. I want to sprinkle over here, but not over here. Yeah. Or the Nordschleife. Right. 
Yeah, or the Nordschleife where they have their own independent climate. <laughs> what uh, what you sector. got next? Okay, so this next one, let me hold it up here so you can pull it up. Is yeah, the, that's what I thought it was. I can tell by La, uh, Las Calientes. Um, let me see if I can find the Scoville on here real quick as you're looking it up, Javi. Um, I don't see the Scoville. <clears throat> this is the mid-range. We're halfway through now. This will be our halfway wing. And Los Calientes up. has 74,000 74K. Uh, this is nothing. I think the last one has 2.1 million. I'm going to read the back of this bottle. Butter this up. Hot yes. Ones is the show where celebrities... Oops, went dark. Where celebrities divulge in their deepest secrets while eating progressively hotter wings. The middle of the lineup is where hot sauce magic happens. The perfect sweet spot between maximum flavor and pleasing heat inspired by our favorite cali mix flavors los calientes surfs over the palate with a punchy smoky blend of serrano and habanero chili sweet fruit tart tomatillos slathered slathered on wings tacos pizza and just about anything that needs an extra kick they're pretty good is it their youtube channel for sweet feast I feel like this one's less hot. Uh, I do too. I don't think it's hot. It's definitely super flavorful. Mm, the flavor less is hot there. Than the previous one? Than mm-hmm. the aardvark. Or maybe it's there, but the flavor is stronger. Yeah, agreed. It's really good. It's really good, yeah. It's it, like almost like a lemony citrus flavor. Yeah, maybe it's just because maybe the heat is a different sort of heat. Because like, I do feel it like in my mouth. It's mm-hmm. just not quite as, as lasting there. Um all right, so we'll move on here then. Um, one of my favorite battles of this race, which I think we'll highlight in just a little bit, it was uh, Lando and Charles battling uh, in lap 32, where Charles approaches from behind on Lando and is uh, running onto the inside of him and actually gets a little little slippery uh, as Lando's holding his line and Charles kind of fishtails just a little bit and actually, actually has to back off just so he doesn't hit Lando. Um, I was so impressed with Lando not yielding that position like he you know he could have just hit the brakes and been like you know what this ferrari is going to go by or whatever no he's not about that he knows he's he's raced these guys his whole life he's he knows he can trust them and he knows he can push it and he knows charles won't do anything to him because he's not sebastian so <laughs> yeah exactly um and even chris noticed that as we were going through he was like well that guy's getting slippery going around there mm-hmm. um and then after, right after that, though, on, on this, this is one of the, the downsides of, the, of F1. He did get an easy DRS pass after that, so it wasn't quite the, you know, the battling through the turns, but he still had to put that work in to get the pass, ultimately. Yeah. He just got it done through the turns. Yeah, he, he got the work done through the turns and then was rewarded on the straightaway. Yep. Um, have you guys noticed how advanced the pit crew's... Um, outfits are getting no but i'm glad you brought up the pit crew because i noticed today that there's an extra guy in the back of damn it, i can't remember what team there's two like rear jack, jack guys yeah chris said back. that same thing yeah, yeah what the we were, fuck yeah you have an extra jack guy 
Well, Ben made a good point too. He's like, well, the like, secondary guy has a bigger job because if the first dude misses and he's in there, there's no one to back him up. Yeah, like that guy can't fuck up. I guess if the jack fails, like maybe that's what he was there for. But he was just kind of hanging out, like up at the uniform on each day, just getting a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> if he thought How? like the the lollipop guy had an easy time just with telling the guy go or not, that guy, the backup yeah. jack man. <laughs> I was watching him too. He did. He just stood there, watched. I don't think he even like got into a really, really ready stance. He just like stood there, watched the pit happen, and then turned to the camera and looked. That was really weird. That I don't know. I they, feel like that guy could be doing something a little more useful, spraying water on the driver, or cooling down <laughs> something. I don't know. Maybe that's like his, uh, his job is like just to get involved, like. Maybe he's like they're tuning him or training him to like take over that position or something like that, and they just want to get him there in like the moment to feel like what it's like to be behind yeah. the car rather than just like in practice. I want to go back and watch former like previous races now and see like if I just have never noticed never that guy noticed before. It. Yeah, I, I yeah. was looking for it because after we noticed it the first time, like I definitely looked for it in the other when other people were pitting, and I, that was the only time I saw it. It was it was strange. Yeah, as soon yeah. as he saw that, I was like. Oh, you're right. What is that guy doing? Because he had the whole jack. <laughs> it's like, is he confused? Like, he just, <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't have anything to grab. Uh, let me take this. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I do know. I remember when um, I was watching a YouTube video comparing all of the pit stops between different motorsports. That um, I think they have like upwards of twenty guys out there for the pit crew. Yeah. And they did say that there was one extra. So everybody had an assigned job, and then there was one extra. And maybe on that one team, they just gave the extra position uh, to the rear Ooh. jack guy. Does that mean they assign it to the weakest possible pit member? Like, does their rear jack guy suck? And that's why they... <laughs> God, that'd be horrible to find out that you suck at your job, and your job is just a jam a jack into the back of a car that's it and then How, like uh i feel bad for haas's tire people from the past like two years from the australian grand prix they probably both lost their jobs after that yeah chris do you remember what team that was i do if he doesn't the pink one yep the pink team yep it was force india or i mean <laughs> racing point pink. i know pink i only mercedes. know the colors yeah pink mercedes yeah so uh i recognize him yeah, it is, and that that's a good point. That's another thing that made it probably really noticeable is that they're in this bright ass pink, and it's like I really see everything going on here with it, this uh, this pit stop. And the camera, I think, was right there, like it yeah, was. The, at the rear of the car, just like this dude just standing there, like you need help, bud? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I, I got you. All right, let's. Ah, uh, uh, you go got on. this. You got this. Yep, on the back half, the back. We're uh, st we're starting the back end here. This is Hellfire Detroit. Um, I'll let you match up with what you're reading. This one has all your Skullvilles on it, so you'll have all the info. Oh, man. My oh, finger's all saucy. I think this will be the last one that we pick. Oh, no, we got one more we can do it with. And after that, they're all, they're all super thick. <laughs> it's, like, uh, bad enough as it is. Yeah, like, the, the, the lighter ones are, like, a little bit runny and stuff. So. Yeah. But then, like, the, the deeper you go in it, they're just It's just a liquid. Oh. oh, yeah, this yeah. one's, like marinara sauce like tomato paste if you've worked in the pizza biz all right here we go man. cheers <clears throat> six all right the back of the the back of this one doesn't say very much uh although it does have the skullville scale highlighted between 100 and 350 thousand so 
you broke a hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, and that's a that's a huge range. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, I think the bomb is three fifty. Uh, ingredients include fire roasted habanero, apple cider vinegar, sea salt, distilled water, and olive oil. Made by Smashing Empire, distributed in Royal Oaks, Michigan. There's a fly in here, and it's annoying the shit out of us. Actually, there's one in here, too. If we catch it on camera, we get bonus points, right? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that one was that that high. Maybe I I didn't think it was that bad. This one's definitely labeled as way hotter than everything else that we've Mm -hmm. had so far. Definitely what? It's it's labeled as way hot. This is definitely the hottest one we've had by label, but I kind of agree that Aardvark packed a little more of a punch, I think. Agree, yeah, for sure. But you know what? Hey, we're, we're talking a lot of smack right now. We're about to get <laughs> yeah. their own graves here in a second. That's all I, I'm hearing. You guys talking smack and about to regret it. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of these, probably this Habanero Evil next is going to just be the, and I'm not helping myself. I keep drinking beer as if it's going to do anything. So I made up the lineup too. Like I forget where the evil one was on on their list. So I just kind of put the first seven randomly where I think they would be. But the last three, oh my goodness, those I don't even touch those. I'm afraid of those. Yeah, they all have the least amount taken out of them, so it's quite obvious that it is not a uh, go-to hot sauce. Oof. All right. Lap 47, uh, Valtteri Botas has caught back up with uh, Max Verstappen and is now in a battle for second place. Um, he is within DRS range, however, uh, after three laps of battling, trying to get up there and make the pass, he is not able to do it. Um, and they actually go ahead and pull uh, Valtteri in to try and not only give him maybe a chance at the fastest lap, but to also undercut Verstappen. Um, so I don't know. What did you guys think uh, at the, at this point in the race? Did you guys think that Botas was actually going to be able to catch him? No, no, not at all. Chris, with uh, being the, a newer fan, when you see that striking distance thing, I know uh, we kind of ruined it for you last week when you realized that uh, after one lap it can drop from seventeen to five. But uh, <laughs> did you have any? Did, were you were you intrigued by that graphic at all? Or were you just like, ah, let me just watch and see how this plays out? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely an interesting graphic. Or like, oh, it, it, they'll catch them in seven laps. It's like, man, like anything can happen in those seven laps, especially because the track is like a little wet too. So you exactly, you just look at it and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I believe that or not, but we'll see what happens. Especially yeah, last week, like last week, yeah, he literally caught him in what two laps? Yeah, like two laps like, after it said, said seventeen. Yeah, insane. What do you think about that, Javi? I know we talk about this probably every episode now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's just too many variables that I think it's powered by Amazon warehouse, right? And yeah. there's just too many variables that aren't included in to whatever whatever algorithm they're using. Um, I kind of wish they they would maybe, but I don't know. It's, I think it's just a little too unpredictable. I, I agree, but at the same time, like as a, as a new person watching up, like it, it is it is something cool to look at. If no one knows what's going on and you don't have a pro like Ben sitting in the room with you at the same time, like it's actually kind of cool to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe that's true. I didn't think of it like that. Like, yeah. Getting in that mindset of like racing is, is something that I think is way different and maybe the graphic mm. does help people get involved. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, actually that's probably why they installed it just to get people involved, not necessarily for like uh, 
um, people have been watching it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, not people, not assholes like us who are like, no. Who <laughs> <laughs> just immediately see that and you're like, wrong, wrong, wrong. I, I will say, though, the one with uh, the graphic where it's looking like right above his head, like he has a GoPro on top of his The head, Halo like, graphic. A 3D cockpit view. Like, that is, that's super sick. That's the sickest graphic yeah. they've added in the most, in recent years. I love that Halo graphic they put. And that the, wouldn't uh, be there if they never installed the Halos. Yeah, that's only been there since last year. Last year, no, or wait, last year, right? Think, was the first year of the Halo, or is it? I think that's three years now, dude. Jesus. What, what is the Halo there for? Is it just more safety? Thing? Yeah, more rollover protection and more protection from debris that could come in in case there was a wreck or anything. I got you. Yeah, one year, uh, one there. of the drivers actually got hit with a spring. It flew off of a guy's car like three seconds before he got there, and it crashed right into his helmet. Um, and not, I mean, not that the halo would have necessarily deflected that, but it just, any, any sort of extra safety that you can add. I think the main part is like to stop a tire from hitting them in the helmet, I believe. Smashing oh, yeah, like head a big yeah, to smashing the helmet because that killed the driver in 2009. When, is and that those when? tires are tethered on too, so or they, it would have to break through the tether and then um, find the driver. But I've still seen them come completely clean off with a tether. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. The sweat. I think it was 20, like 14 or 15. 2009. Somebody in FQ got hit with tires. Oh, Henry Surtees, I think, right? Surtees. Yeah. Well, just uh, this isn't anything to do with the Halo. But last year, an F2 driver got killed also from a a collision. Um, But the Halo wouldn't have protected against that, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, so. So, oh, actually, real quick, I wanted to bring back to the pit crews. I think they look like the like the ODST troopers from the Halo series, <laughs> not the not necessarily the Spartans, but they look just like the ODST guys. Um, if you've ever played any of the any of the Halos, or maybe Halo Four specifically, I think is where you really get the full exposure to ODST. Huh. I mean, you you have to look pretty geared up, especially when you got you're on your hands and knees with cars flying past you. Oh yeah. Back. Um, That's got to be petrifying in some sunlight, right? Yeah, and you got to be in those fire suits. Back in when they used to do refueling, literally people used to catch on fire in the pit lanes <laughs> or cars would catch on fire. Javi will remember this. Um, two years ago, Kimi Raikkonen was still driving for Ferrari and he pit and they gave him the okay to leave the pit, right? But his pit crew guy was still on his front tire. Kimi the left. rear. Oh, the rear tire. And it and left and it caught his leg under his tire and hyperextended broke his knee. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. Guy rolled Disgusting. around on the ground. Kimmy drove like half a mile down the pit lane and then like stopped. Not, not even. It was like forty meters. Yeah, he was and just like doing his race engineer stop. came on the radio and said, "Stop, stop, stop, stop." He gets out of the car. Kimmy does. He gets out of the car and walks up and just like looks at the guy with a smashed broken leg. He's like. This fucking guy. I swear. <laughs> super pissed off. Super. <laughs> I know he didn't shake his head, but in my head, he just looked at him and shook his head like yeah. weakling. Yep, he yeah. got the helmet on, just cursing, and yeah. going to hear him. <laughs> cursing and finish. Yep. He was definitely not happy. <laughs> um, all right, let's hit that. Before we finish off the race, before we move into battles, blunders, and bullseyes, let's hit this Hit this uh, sixth. Sixth sauce? Seven. Seven. All right. What's this one called? Habanero Evil. Okay. Mm. Don't have the picture of the back, but this just says accidentally healthy. It doesn't have a back. Delicious. 
What's on it? What's in this? Why does it say accidentally healthy? That's so weird. what is in here is salt, vitamin A, habanero, garlic, <laughs> vinegar, onion, salt, black pepper, garlic powder, one gram of sugar, and apparently that's all you need. It's funny because I'm getting kind of nervous. <laughs> Oh god, it touched my nose. You just touched your nose. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> he smelled the bottle oh, no. and he literally just dinked his nose in the tip of it. <laughs> oh man, I need to not breathe. Okay, I'll put a dab on there. How big are you gonna put one on? Uh, no, this is this is the last one I'm dabbing for. I can't believe the next one already is the Trinidad. The Trinidad's Oh god. Who did you say you were watching that was like completely unaffected? I want to watch their video after this. Oh, uh, um, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah, they're my. I, I remember I saw Kristen Bell first, and then someone was like, Kristen Dunst did one? Is it the girl from Twilight? Or Kristen Dunst? Well, she did it too. Oh, okay. The girl from Twilight, she did it, and she was pretty badass at it too. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of good people that went on that show that just can handle their heat. All right, here we go. Oh, all right, how are you feeling? Oh, yeah. This one's not that bad. I'm trying to get their video going, but... It's a little out of order. Can't to play. Oh, it can't to play because I got OBS in the... Why? It's weird. All right, well, you didn't send me the back of this, so I can't read it, but... Uh, wait, it did you just eat the Trinidad? No. no. Oh, okay. Trinidad's up next, and these are super sauce. At least mine look pretty sauce. Hmm. Well, uh, let's get started into blunders. What do you guys think? Uh, what blunders did you notice? I guess I'll, I'll get an easy one out of the way. Um, I don't remember who. I, I think it was Twitter, maybe? So, uh, he pitted at, like, on the third lap and then had to wait that nine seconds. Oh, that was Sebastian Vettel. Yep. Like, Vettel, you, you know he's coming in like head of the pack like that. And there's going to be a lot of people doing the same thing. And he, he took the first chance he can to change those tires and I think it really hurt yeah for, that was really for, unfortunate Ferrari did him so dirty they could have held him out just an extra lap and he would have less lost less time than holding up 10 seconds in the pit yep yep definitely would have done that would have been um, much better my first blunder I'm gonna give it to uh, Red Bull um, for utterly screwing over Alex Albon for their qualifying session. Even they screwed him over so bad. George Russell on Williams came out and said they were screwing him over and making him look like a fool. Like, how you bad do his... you have... Sorry, go ahead. How bad do you have to be for a Williams driver to come out and call you out? Like, yeah, it's that's got to be just so blatantly obvious that it is messed up on Red Bull's management. Right, yeah, saying? they're doing them dirty. There's no hiding it. Like I could see it on the onboard. He doesn't have the same car. He was not turning at all when he was running through some of those turns, and he wasn't flat out either uh, on the yeah. on the throttle. I could tell that. I could hear from the engine that uh, he was taking it easy, and it still would not turn. Yeah, I'd be so pissed. <clears throat> yeah, he he really but, just couldn't. Like what? Why do you think they would even? I. It's so obvious that I feel like they're doing it on purpose, but like they wouldn't gain anything from it. So like, why? Why? I don't do know it? what they would have to gain. Even if they want Sebastian Vettel or like Fernando to come there in the next few years, I mean, yeah. they gotta provide a, a 
competitive card for both drivers if they want to get that point across. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why they would do it. So I don't think necessarily that they're doing it on purpose, but it's just so blatant that. Oh, and I haven't is. heard or read anything uh, about a Red Bull, um, like acknowledging that their his car is screwed up somehow. Yeah. No, they don't. They just they just keep coming out and being like, "Well, we just really wish he would match Max's pace." Yeah. But we don't well, give him the car. Hope he uh, hope he gets that figured out. Well, for um, my first blunder, I know that at the beginning of the podcast I'd say that I'd take your spot, but uh, I'd still have to give it to Kimmy for my first blunder <laughs> because even though I said that, like honestly, if I were in that, if I were in the position that Kimmy were, I think I would still go to my exact spot that I was given. But least- I don't feel like he should have necessarily been penalized for it because like no one else was out there on the field yeah <laughs> but still i would have started it from my regular given spot. maybe maybe ask for clarification from your engineer or something yeah something but i mean like we said earlier though, like when you're when you're in the moment you're like all right the race is about to start you're all focused right and you're just like i gotta follow the dude in front of me and just get to where i can start <laughs> but yeah yeah that that is a i, I can't believe you guys said that's both the first that somebody pitted before the race started it's That's weird insane. that you don't. That is, I'm glad you got to see it actually, because that is people that was a don't. First. Yeah, people don't do that. I mean, like unless it's just like immensely necessary. Like I guess today they really wanted that gamble. That is not something people typically do. Yeah, and I don't understand why they didn't already start. I thought it was really weird from when the video first started on my stream on ESPN. The very first image of the vehicles that i saw was um the heat cover wraps around the tires and then taking them off and i saw the green and i was like what why are they starting on intermediates i could see a little bit of gloss on the track but like you know in a lap or two those drive lines are gonna dry right up so yeah uh, did you see during the, the race though they had like the, the radar up the entire time and every single big looking storm was just going right around the track right around the track and it looked like there was a, probably a lot that was headed their direction but they didn't know yeah so that was probably smarter on their point like I'd rather go out there with like a more comfortable tire rather than taking a chance and it start raining while they're out there and have to hit again oh huh. yeah i actually didn't see any radar pictures so oh really yeah, i they, probably they was it paying up. attention yeah, there, was, there was a couple yeah I was oh they just showed like their like in their their pit crew, I guess the dude who was, there was just one dude monitoring the radar. Yeah, they had like yeah. a pit crew analysis. Well, I don't remember which one popped up. Probably Crofty or Simon Lazenby or whatever or Brundle. So I didn't see any, but I do remember Crofty saying, "Look at the images of the radar on your screen." And I looked up, and they weren't there. But Wait, do you guys did... think they have a meteorologist hired? Oh, one hundred percent. You would think so. I mean, I hope like, it's not. At an hour and a half, just some race, guy. You never know what the weather's gonna be. Do you imagine if it was just some guy watching like the weather app on his phone? Hey, just stick your hand outside. I'll tell you if it's raining or not right now. <laughs> like that'd be that, pretty badass. Nope. Uh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a meteorologist for uh, F1 racing, and so they just like you like wait what? I'm a weather yeah, I man. Just, I just look. I just the open weather the Weather man. Channel app, and that's all I do. <laughs> They're like, quick, give us analysis, and I'm like, okay, sixty uh, percent. It's raining. And you look outside. It's not raining. It's not raining. <laughs> That's my bad dog. Uh, <laughs> um, any more blunders, Chris? Any anything else to say? 
not off the top of my head. <coughs> but watching being new to like F one, like the race goes really, really fast and it, like remembering everything is like a little difficult. So Yeah. yeah. I, I should have taken better notes, but <laughs> Yeah, you definitely have to take notes. <laughs> See, he's everyone has dog issues. It happens. It's life, man. If you don't have dogs barking in the background, is it really a true podcast at that point? It's not, honestly. I think that's the hallmark of a good recorded at home production is some sort of dogs barking or any sort of intrusion is really. Also, I just noticed it looks like we're in the same spot because <laughs> his video with yours. Oh, dude. Yeah, you guys have like the we have like the same. Wall background. Decorations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that exact same thing. At the it beginning. looks like we're in the same spot. That's awesome. Um, okay. So, okay. Another blunder for me. Let me think here. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll give one blunder to Grosjean. Uh, gets the best possible strategy call ever and gets put onto soft or hard or medium dry, whatever, dry tires before the race starts. Him and Magnuson are up into third and fourth, and that guy drops back to 15th place by the end of the race. How? Like, what the hell? How? How do you How? do that? How? How bad are you? Like, K-Mag, uh, what, he finished? Ninth, I think? Ninth, tenth? Be- they were given those spots literally at the beginning of the race, so it's like they had pole <gasps> position. What? How do you end up in the back? I don't by know. Being, by being them, I guess. It's I the only know. way. I don't get it. Those guys just blow my mind. Um they, Haas could just drop both drivers and take that the amount that they would save on salary for two drivers and buy Sebastian Vettel, and I think they would have better race results and score more points. Yeah, than, than both. Yeah, the guy who spins out, the guy who's famous for spinning out, maybe would give them better points. Yeah, like he would. He, he maybe I feel like at a new team, Seb might just be like, I have no pressure. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> he yeah. might do a donut for fun. And then still pass Grosjean for position. Yeah. So it's it's like, I don't know why they still have these drivers. All right. Um, yeah, then keep going, Javi. Ready for your – well, uh, I got nothing else. You ready for your next uh, next wing oh, or are you yeah. trying to put it yep. off? No, yep, you got it. Yeah, we'll do uh, right, we'll do cool. wing, move on to the next, move wing, move on to the next. Yep, oh, it's going to get right. bad, yep. Oh, this is getting scary now. You're going to add more to it? Uh, I mean, mine looks pretty dang solid. What, what does the backside of yours look like? Flip that wing over. Oh, yeah, that's like a, oh, oh, you're good. You're good, dude. Oh, yeah. You're good. Oh, that's. I don't know, that man. Thing it is... looks kind of weak to me. You're going to want to put some more on there. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so this is the uh, Wilt, Wiltshire Chili Farm Fearless Flavor Trinidad Scorpion. Javi, what do you got to say about it? <sighs> With a sting in its tail, our Trinidad Scorpion <laughs> sauce makes an extraordinary heat of this chili pepper and an experience to behold. Use with care on anything and everything. This recipe is handmade by chili lovers to pack a punch on your palate. At our uh, Wiltshire Chili Farm, we we obsess over the chilies from seed to sauce. It's gluten-free and vegan. Uh, where is this made? Those South are Carolina? Good. That was really good. <laughs> and, oh, my God. Oh. Not... <laughs> that was like, it was like sweet and savory, like, to start. And then, like, it allows you to get the food down. And then it, oh, oh my God. It's coming on. <laughs> it's made in South Carolina, right? Oh, no. 
Come SC. On. So, I can breathe a lot more than I was expecting. <laughs> so that's good. I can tell you where it's from. Whitley, Whitley Milkshire Wiltshire. My tongue hurts a lot. But it's not like I am... I thought I would have a lot more trouble talking. It says British hot sauce, first of all. So Wiltshire yeah, must be... part of UK. But when I look up this, it says it's in Georgia. <sighs> yeah, my tongue hurts. Like, I... Uh, yeah, that's hot. But... I can talk, which is nice. It's just like you have to make yourself swallow. Talk. Yeah, you have to yeah, swallow everything. Exactly. Like you just salivate so much. Exactly. Oof. Okay, so oh, where we are we at, Javi? Battles. We got battles coming up. So, uh, <laughs> Javi's officially taking over as host now. By the what way, what do you guys think? For these I'll start. Battles. All right. I got a good. I got. I got one battle. I want to start with for sure. Um, uh, I'm gonna go back to that. Uh, Leclerc and Lando Norris battle um, on lap 32. That was just really cool seeing those two friends fight each other so fairly and cleanly. Um, I mean, and there was there was no margin for error during their battle there. I mean, they are outside, inside of each other going around these turns where one slips, he's going to take the other guy out. Uh, but Leclerc and Norris were able to have that trust with each other, and it really put on an excellent show for all of us to be able to watch during the race really helps that they have a lot of years of experience racing against one another in a lot more like evenly competitive vehicles so yeah nice like, to know that they haven't forgotten how to race uh, even though they're not in the same vehicle anymore for sure it's i mean yeah especially like you, you described perfectly even more evenly competitive vehicles formula two formula three i racing i mean i racing any of that you that's like your ultimate uh competitiveness when you have a series where the cars are all more similarly matched yep Chris, you, think, you got Chris? any battles uh not off the top of my head i think the, the main one that comes to mind is like the end of the race um number two and three uh valtteri and verstappen yeah, yeah not being able to up. yep i wanted to see him Hold like her. come a little bit closer in the last few laps to maybe make a good run for a second but it wasn't there yeah. What about you, Javi? What do you What do you got on your battles? Uh, mine's not necessarily a battle on a track. Mine would be a battle between a driver and his car, uh, and that would be for Lando Norris. I don't know if uh, you saw the press conference earlier this week, but uh, he had some health issues and he was having some hard time breathing. Did you hear about that? No, I Lando I didn't, actually really. Yeah. So. Can't remember who asked him, but somebody asked him if he was feeling okay, and he said, "Yeah, I was just having some issues, but I got it diagnosed." And he said, "I just got it diagnosed, and that's all, like three or four times." Um, so then, naturally, the next question was, "Well, what's the diagnosis?" And Lando jokingly says, "A broken heart," <laughs> and he does his little giggle. But uh, immediately after that, he's like, "Yeah, no, it's a uh, bruising." Bruising uh, okay. from not being in the car yeah. for, you know, half, eight, of eight the months, year? Yeah. Yeah, half of the year, and just not getting, like, your body calloused up, I supposed. So, good job for Lando. I imagine he looked, his chest looked a lot like our hips do after go-karting. After go-karting? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, like oh, I had weird. that issue three weeks ago. I think I went go karting with a friend from work, and my hips were like yellow and blue from bruising. Do you remember go karting? Do you remember go karting after your bachelor party? Yeah, um, I remember I, seeing your hip. I think I have a picture of it. I am Chris. It's my gross. hips. I had like they were black on the sides because I mean I was obviously trying to go as quick as possible, but I don't. However, I was driving was just smacking my hips. They were brutal. Those little parts, though, they're fun, but you, you get so involved and you're like leaning. So I can imagine, yeah. as you're like going into the turns, you're trying to keep like ripping the tire, like for sure. Like, I lean into eye racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in same. the middle of like a, I'm a like a three hour race at you know Road America, and I'm sitting here taking my corners. Just this is really more <laughs> of a visual movement here, but I'm leaning a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do the same. Oof. Should uh, I do that on on my phone? Yeah, I do that when I'm watching racing other people race. I know, right? You just you just so into it. You you know the movement you have to make. Yeah. Oh, all right. My spice kind of went away here. Um, you got any other battles, or you want to go for that next one? Yeah, hang on. Let me look up a battle to buy myself some more time. I know I, <laughs> what I, I wrote more down. Who's the dude who was battling the fire during the race? Oh, uh, Pierre Gasly. Yeah, that's a good point. I was, you know what? I should have put that under a blunder for Honda. <laughs> Excellent point, Chris. Yeah. Um, Pierre Gasly's engine caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, like, pushing air through. Yeah. Vent still. That's a great point. Chris is, I don't know, Javi, if you have any. That's what input puts out fire, the, right? Oxygen? Right? That's what Chris <laughs> like, why are they doing that? It was lap 17. Pierre Gasly pits with a smoking car, and they come out and say that, yeah, his engine is on fire. And then Chris notices, like, hey, yeah, they're, like, leaf-blowing this fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem very smart to me. Yeah. You know what? Maybe they're doing something that I don't know, but, yeah, that was a straight-up leaf blower. He was going right into the fire. That's trying to that... get him out at the same time. Yeah, they're trying to get him out. Oh. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's silly. And that was, like, deep. That was really, uh, not deep, uh, thick smoke coming out, too. Because yeah. you usually see some smoke come out, but that was real thick. Yeah, that was that was smoky smoke. Um, so I do have one more battle that I'll that I'll bring up here. Uh, lap eighteen. So this is earlier on in the race. Uh, Alexander Albon. I felt I felt bad for him. I I could kind of sense he was getting a little stressed out uh, on the radio because he actually came on and, and complained that he needs more power. Uh, you know something. A lot of the other drivers would typically do fighting in the front, but Albon is in the middle of this Ferrari sandwich with Leclerc in front of him and Seb behind him, and he, he just can't quite get around Leclerc because Leclerc's making his car a whole track wide, and Seb's gaining on him that whole time, making him nervous. Uh, but luckily, lap 18, he's finally able to get around with the DRS pass. Um, and actually, right after that, I believe Leclerc let Seb around uh, also because he was on older tires, I think. But that was uh, that was my last my last battle here. So you're done trying to buy time. Yep. All right, Chris. It's, you it's ready? settling pretty decently right now. It's still pretty hot, but it's settling. My my mouth is over it. I'm ready for the next one. It's definitely sweating though. I can feel it. I'm gonna add a dab onto mine. Oh my god, you are crazy. What's this one called? Jeb, something brutally. Uh, it is Coley's brutality hot sauce. Oh. Retaliate. You can't be no bitch and not put it on there. You're putting it on there. <laughs> yeah. It's still coming fast, too. So I'm going to a little dab. I hope you're ready to take over a hobby. I'm ready. I'm so scared. I'm just looking at this, this back of the bottle. Let me hold this up. 
There's a camera here to look at. Dude, this wing looks gnarly. I'm just taking one bite. That's it, too. Just one decent bite. The funny part is, the bigger bite you get, the more you get to chew it, and it just gets everywhere. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you going to pick up your wing, or are you just going to keep looking at the bottle? Well, I was trying to find oh. a school, though. Oh, this is made down I, in uh, down in um, L.A. This is cool. 13 out of 10. Eat. Ready? Cheers, dude. Cheers. Brutality Hot Sauce. Crafted by the award-winning Kiwi Hot Sauce brand, Cully's, and proudly produced in the USA, we've selected the finest ingredients, including a trilogy of the world's hottest chilies, all cleverly blended to create this fiery small-batch super hot sauce. We hope you can enjoy the latest creation as much as we do. It's gluten-free, vegan, and made in the USA, and looks like manufactured down in L.A., I'm terrified because like I'm not feeling anything. Yeah, yet. I feel like it's a late <laughs> That's never a good sign. It's coming. When you... <laughs> it is getting hotter as I'm sitting here. Yeah, but I feel it more on my lips than anything. Maybe you should, maybe you should lick your lips just to make sure. It's in my mustache. Oh, yeah, my lips are full on burning. <clears throat> I'll try to look at this skull veil real quick. Yeah, this is progressively getting hotter. Yeah. It's a late bloomer. It's a yeah. very late. Like, every time I breathe in, it gets hotter. My lips hurt so bad. Yeah, my lips hurt more than anything. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of getting, it. like, as I talk. Oh. Oh, yeah. This sucks. 500,000. 500,000? You're not even at a million yet. <laughs> Oh, my lips are so bad, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. I think I'm crying, but I can't, like, wipe oh, yeah, my tears. Good. We got that. I can't. I'm Other than that, anything. <laughs> Other than that hot sauce you're chowing down, what uh, bullseyes did you Ooh. guys see? Hang on, I'm taking my hat off to kind of show the camera. Oh, this is hot. Oh, my God. Bullseyes, Bland. Bullseyes. <laughs> bullseyes. Bullseye. All right. Something that uh, one of the team's drivers or F1, uh, anything that anyone did that was spot on. Did you read my description of it? I think that's what I put. <laughs> um, what? All right. My first spot on is going to be, I know I gave Max a blunder for hitting the wall. I got to give his pit crew the bullseye for getting his damn car ready to start on the grid. Yeah. Like, they Not come out, do the a, yeah, they come out, do a wing replacement, probably have to fuck with his front left wheel um and he starts the race and finishes second like good job guys good on you good on your pit team sorry about your <clears throat> teammate but nice um my bullseye would have to be to hamilton i mean went out there p1 finishes p1 like destroys the competition like he went out there did what he had to do and he knocked it dude oh <sighs> Yeah, it's hot. I'm like crying. This this next one is oh my gosh. I'm in. I'm liking this. I think we're doing pretty well. I think I'm uh, upholding myself as I wanted to so far. Javi, what's your bullseye, bullseye for me? Would be uh, it, uh before the race even started. You know, getting like a feel for the track while uh, um, while he has the chance and demanding to go into the pits and swap over to. Uh, mediums um, that is the kind of like decision making that a driver should make all the time to make yeah, sure that, that is 
that he's getting every possible advantage that he can get. So that was nice. Bullseye for Kafiat. It is. That's great. Heads up driving. That's, I mean, that's that kind of skill that only top drivers have, you know, like recognizing that, uh, you know, like, Hey, I'm making this call. Like I'm the one driving this car. Yeah. I do wish he would have been a little more demanding because he did ask, he's like, uh, please let me come in or I want to come in. He didn't just say I'm coming in to swap over, which is a little more decisive and what he should do because nobody uh, on that pit wall knows how dry or grippy that track is better than he does. But exactly. Yep. I agree. Uh, You got another one or no? I'm trying to to think here. Um, I'm sure I have another one. I gave Lando his Lando and well, no, yeah. yeah. All right, I think it's all my bullseyes. Chris, any other bullseyes you got, I'm, man? I'm, I'm looking up, man. I'm trying to find something. I don't know if I'm ready for this next one. <laughs> I guess we got to do it though. I'm ready for it. I think uh, I think I've made Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard proud. Um, by how we've handled it so far, mm-hmm. look, look, look at us! Look it's, at us! It's a. Uh, I, I definitely think we because we don't have the bomb. Though. The bomb insanity is. Oh. It's disgusting. It tastes horrible, but it's so hot that it's like. Yeah, I think they put it as like the total like eight number eight sauce for them, and it knocks people's socks off. But after you make it over that hump, it's just kind of steady sailing. But man, yeah, it's hot, and I don't want to touch anything because now I got hot sauce on my hands, and I'm like typing on my. Laptop too, so this is just gonna be bad. I'm gonna have to do some seriously disinfecting before Ooh. I leave. Just so like Ooh. later on, you're gonna be typing, accidentally touch your eye, and then you're gonna be like, "Fuck!" I saw an episode of Family Guy recently like that. Like, uh, Stewie's mom comes in and she had just stepped in dog poop. She's like, "Ah!" Like, I stepped in dog poop. She's like wiping it off her foot, and Stewie comes in. He's like, "Ah, oh, man, I got sneeze!" And he runs and grabs the same tissue and sneezes it, and he's like, "Ah!" And screams and runs out of the room. I was like, man, that's exactly how I feel. Like anything I pick up right now, I just it's contaminated. It's gross. Yeah, I'm scared to like wipe my nose, like that it's running. Yeah. All right. All right. So the final one, you gotta do, we gotta do the last dab. Like that's like what they do in the show is like put a, a dab of the hot ones, the last dab. But you don't have to. But you don't have you to. Don't you don't have to, man. We we done it for almost every single sauce on the way up, right? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm going to take my hat off for this one. Oh, Jesus. All right. Let me look at myself here as I take this. All right. Yeah. You can see how sweaty I am. Oh, my God. How? How does this have a 2 million Scoville? Like, Scott, and why does it jump? It goes from 500 to 2 mil. That's good, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, this one is so thick. Like I said earlier, the, uh, Show the, the camera, other one felt like when you threw them in the, Your, the air fryer, that it, the sausage was running off. Yeah. This one, you put it in, and it looked like it just solidified on there. So it's it's pretty thick. The best part is the chicken wings are like now cooled off, so it's not even like you have to battle the temperature of the hot of the wing anymore. It's just the the death sauce. You ready to do this, man? Oh, God. I guess so. Cheers, man. Cheers, dude. Final wing. The oh last God. dab. Oh, my God, bro. Heat level 10 out of 10. The last dab 
Single Pepper Series Remix is the spiciest sauce on Hot Ones, replacing Pepper X with some of the other heavyweights of the chili world. Experience, experience Smokin' Ed's Curry's World's Famous Carolina Reaper. Oh, is that like the name of the guy that made it? And all yeah, of its blazing Ed. glory, tamed only by a zing of blend, tamed only by a zing blend of mustard, ginger, and turmeric. I really like turmeric. 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 Ooh. I know I've had it in like a smoothie or something. I wasn't a fan. Did it hit you yet? I'm not. Oh, it's like I, my sweat is in intensifying. I, I legit, we don't have it. We got to finish. We oh, got to no, finish this before we, we get hit. I like legit. We got to finish this before we get hit. Okay. Wrapping up the race. Lewis Hamilton is now your points uh, leader. Valtteri Botas second. I don't know who's in third. I need to pull it up. I didn't pull it up, honestly. Probably stabbing. Verstappen. Do you have it? Because I can't. <laughs> Give me a sec. Verstappen's in third. With 58, or 33. Oh, that's his number, isn't it? 33? Yep. Lando hmm. uh, Norris is in fourth place. Alex Albon in fifth place. With how many points? Oh, fuck. 22. Uh, 22. 22. Oh, Sergio he's tied. Perez. Sergio Perez tied 22nd. Charles Leclerc in seventh with 18 points. And Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll is tied. Oh, my God. Carlos Sainz. With 18 Sainz. points also. Carlos Sainz in ninth place with 15 points. Sebastian Vettel in 10th with ninth, 9 points. Daniel Ricciardo in 11th with 8 points. Pierre Gasly, 12th place, 6 points. P- uh, Esteban Ocon, 13 with 4 points. Antonio Giovannazzi, 14, 2 points. Uh, Danny Kofiat, 15th place, 1 point. Kevin Magnussen, 16th, 1 point. Kimmy, Nicholas Latifi, Roman Grosjean, George Russell, zero points, all tied, 17, 18, 19, 20. Oh, my God. This is so hot. That was this like the me. race rundown. You know the race rundown oh. on WTF1? Mm-hmm. Where he reads the finishers oh. super quickly. That's what you just WTF. did, except you did it with hot sauce. I hate WTF1. You don't like him? Nope. I don't like them at all. No. Uh, I like the race okay. rundown. All right. Next race is going to be at Silverstone in two weeks. Back to back there. Oh, man. Javi, what did you think of this race? Any final closing thoughts? Uh, I thought it was a good race. I'm glad that they finally held it, held it at a different track because um, uh, I wanted to see how the cars were doing. Uh, I wanted to really see if Ferrari was going to keep on shitting its bed. Uh Surprise, surprise, it did. Um, Yeah, ready for the next one. Uh, Where's it going to be at? Uh, Silverstone? Yeah, Silverstone. Um, Yeah, so see everyone in two weeks. Well, let's let's cap off real quick. I just remembered uh, Fantasy Formula One. Oh. Uh, So, after this uh, this week, I am your leader. Stroll's my daddy, me, first place with 564. Second place is Alex, team one, 497. Oh, Jawad, you fell down so far, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Scuderia Dotre, 46, is in third place with 475. Javier in fourth, high rec, high reward, 445. Alhondas Racing, fifth place, 425. Regen E Racing Podcast, Dean Work from New Zealand is 
420 points and six. God, Joshua Kerr, here, buddy, you're in. You're in seventh place. You fell down a little bit here. Uh, Emperor Racing. And Brandon Pickle Ricciardo, you are in last with 262. Oh, God. All right, that's all. Everybody, thank you. Oh, fuck. So much for joining us for this live recording of this episode, this hot one, hot ones challenge that Chris and I and Javi have put on for you tonight. You can follow me on Twitter, get Benjamins. Javi on Twitter at Javask. Chris, do you have Twitter? Uh, yeah, you only who. Who you can follow us all on Instagram, I think, at the same spots. Javi is at Champagne Javi. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Copy That Mate, on Instagram at Copy That Mate, and on um, you can subscribe, like, review us on all major podcast sources, whatever. I don't know. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. This has been a great time. Chris and I need to chug milk and de sweat, and <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, thanks for having me, y'all. It was fun. This is insane. I can't speak, and I envy you because I don't know how you're doing right now. My mouth is on fire. Javi, anything <laughs> else you want to say, buddy? Yeah, these, uh, uh, this cheesy jalapeno is actually not that spicy, so that was kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. This is Copy That Mate. Bye. 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 You guys like fall down the stairs. Somebody just, yeah, my girlfriend just fell down the stairs. Yeah, that is definitely gonna be in there.